and welcome to the Write This Down podcast, where I talk about the various topics that are on my mind, ranging from mental health to my favorite drink of the day. I'm your host, Shayna Griffin, and for this first episode of the podcast, I will be joined by my husband, James. Topics in this episode bounce around between thoughts of making a podcast and ideas of the concept of human empathy, mental health, and asking for help. The two of us were both tired and caffeinated during this process, so thank you for listening as I write things down during a conversation between me and my spouse late one July night. Okay, so the first thing you said was the amount of work I have to do to communicate what I mean. Um because you're basically going to say that it was, like, very frustrating that you Did had... Did you complete the thought? No, you didn't. No. What does this part say? This part says, people feel fear when I explain things that I think are reasonable. Yes. What was... What do you think I was going to say there? You can fill it in. I'm interested to hear what you think I was yeah, going to say. Yeah, I will continue here. The amount of work I have to do to communicate what I mean uh, is exhausting because I need and this is me projecting how I think about Please, these issues do that. is because I need to work them through seven years of therapy to explain a dictionary definition (laughs) because they only know how to think with headline brain. Can I show you exactly what I would do if I were being able to operate in my truest, fullest self to get them out of that brain? Like, <laughs> That's can fine, you, so you don't hurt me. <laughs> I will not hurt you, but I will pretend to hurt you. Okay. And I'm going to do it like this. Did that Was that okay? Your fingernail got me kind of nose, but other than that, that was fine. I'm going to do gentle versions of what I actually want to do. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm doing a bit. Yes. I'm doing a really funny bit, and it's recording. So, vo- so for the voice recording people at home, uh, imagine that... So- we should do a podcast. I think it would actually be really beneficial for both of us. So the YouTube viewers will understand what's going on, but for the benefit of the people only hearing the podcast, Shayna is pantomiming violence against me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I think we need to do a podcast. <laughs> I know Shelby was, or Sydney was saying that, but I think she meant it. Like, and I know everybody does a podcast. Everybody's doing podcasts these but days. But we're based and ascended, so I mean. <laughs> we got it. That was an example of us showing potential Is this viewers. another example bit where you have seven levels of examples? <laughs> Shut the fuck up these days. <laughs> It kind of is, but 
God, you made me lose my track here. Sorry. We're doing a you, podcast. You got to keep talking. Okay, yeah, fair enough. So the reason we should start this hypothetical podcast that we have already started is Sydney was saying that we'd be really good at that. And we would be really good at that because I think having an audience that we're pretending to talk to in this scenario, but would actually be talking to if this was a real podcast and we're continuing with this now. It is a real podcast. This is a real podcast now. We could make it into a podcast, actually. Well, I don't know how that works, but we could try. We could. A voice recording into a podcast has to be easy. Surely. And if it's not, there is a way to do it and we will find it. And this is going to be potentially our first episode of our podcast. I kind of hate that idea due to the context because it feels unintentional and that terrifies me. I think that's hilarious. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So for the viewers, (laughs) the viewers at home, the thing is, though, is I get so much genuine comfort from listening to like the James and the twins, the Welsh twins. Oh, sure. I get so much genuine comfort from listening to their podcast, and lots of people listen to them. And here's the big kicker for me is literally no one could watch my podcast, and I would be like, I'm so proud of this. This is the best thing <laughs> I've made. It doesn't, babe, this, this doesn't have to be the first episode of our podcast, but the idea that it might be is giving me the fuel to continue with this conversation. I do like the idea of a public broadcasting of our processing through things being a podcast. Like, I like that framing device. My main fear, if I'm introspective about it, with the idea of a podcast is that I might accidentally spread ideas that are harmful for people. Like, if I fail to explain what I mean in a way that is constructive for others, I worry that I will be harmful to them. And that is really terrifying for me. I get that, and that's valid. That's so scary. But I'm going to tell you something that's funny. I hear Rhett say that on every podcast that I've listened to him say. And I've never once done that. There's always going to be people who misconstrue that. But that's only going to happen if this is wide scale. Most of the people who listen to a podcast are listening to a podcast to um, unwind and have a good time. Where, what was I saying? You were saying that um, when you listen to Rhett and Link, they worry about that, and you don't think they ever do that. When I listen to Rhett and Link, they do that. They do that shit. They do that shit. They do it really well, and I've never once disliked it, but there have been people who don't. And what I'm oh, saying sure. is there's two things here. There's the large scale and there's the small scale. Mm, And you're scared of the large scale consequences when that's not very realistic. Um, That's valid. It's valid to be concerned about not wanting to hurt people, James. But it's not realistic. It's not realistic because who the hell is listening to it? It's only realistic if we become popular. And if this is what makes us popular is us just talking to each other. And processing through things that we're going to do anyway, but doing it with an audience so that we have that extra push for us to 
get out of our own heads enough to keep going and take it seriously that's what Rhett and Link do every week and I listen to it happily and with joy and glee imagine the amount of relief that listening to Rhett's podcast about his spiritual deconstruction has given me true did that give you that yeah and now that I think about it right there are already plenty of hand you know plenty of harmful ideas out there and I am being selfish by worrying that some of those ideas might be my own and honestly how how arrogant of me to think that I might have a harmful idea like <laughs> what am I up there with like uh marks <laughs> <laughs> and this is an example. He was example based, by the of... way. Everybody should be a Marxist. That's true. We'll get to that in another episode. But we're as gonna do this. As long as the CIA doesn't get to us first. Oh my God, babe. <laughs> was I gonna do a bit earlier though? Uh, <laughs> I can't remember because I. We I just, was. I was we gonna were... get up and I was gonna do a bit. What was the bit? We were riffing about. Oh, you were gonna pantomime pantomime violence to me because you were frustrated with your coworkers. Yes, I was going to do that. See, this is what I mean. <laughs> like, like we were like like when Sydney was like, "You guys should do a podcast because what what do you know what it is?" Sydney said you should do a podcast when we felt like we were doing something benign, so we said we shouldn't do a podcast because that would be benign as fuck, but actually the conversations we have are very intelligent and long-winded and very thoughtful, and us broadcasting that to an audience that might help from it, they might get help because, James, you're over here thinking about hurting a few people. I think it's much more likely that we could help a lot of people. Okay, I'll, I'll, let's start a YouTube channel. We'll do something, and we might even broadcast this literal video, this audio right now, but we don't have to. For the uh, people listening to the podcast, there is a fake YouTube video with no video attached to the audio. It's a black screen. It's like, it's like, um... Is the medium you want to do it on YouTube? Is that what you're saying? I feel like YouTube is a good... Uh, like public square where you can express a lot of ideas like the purpose of Twitter YouTube is? yes because are we talking mediums for our potential podcast right now? mediums for for broadcasting us shooting the shit like this because the shooting the shit like this would be the podcast would it not? yes but if we're going to do it, I would want to give people multiple avenues to engage. So, okay, go on. So, um, one thing that I get frustrated with people on their behalf about is when they'll only do one thing. So, someone will just stream on Twitch, for example... And other people will, like, clip parts of their VODs and make um, YouTube channels out of it. And it's frustrating to see that because I think those people are either genuinely funny or have helpful content. And they would have so much more outreach by 
putting what they're already making into multiple more digestible media formats if that makes sense that is a good adjustment edwin thank you for not laying on my legal adjustment very helpful but do not here's edwin touching listen to me closely if you lay on my legal notepad i will have to throw you across the room but if you stay right there i can love you a lot yay yeah, we definitely shouldn't have this broadcast as the podcast because you're they're gonna think Edwin's a child. Oh my god. <laughs> we will get this, we will simply explain to them that for the viewers at home, Edwin is a cat. <laughs> for the viewers at home, we have attached a photo of our real cat. <laughs> and he is not actually getting thrown. Could you here. imagine us prematurely getting cancelled? <laughs> no, one thing somebody got cancelled over was um they picked up their cat and, like, threw them backwards over their head during the middle of, like, a video game. Yeah. And it's like, the cat was, like, three and healthy and landed on its feet on the bed. <laughs> and they're like, how dare you throw that cat? Because it looks kind of scary, right? Like It looks scary, especially if you don't live with cats or anything. Or, like, you're not familiar with cats. Or, like, you imagine yourself as that cat. You're like, I would hate to get thrown. But for the cat, it's just like, oh, <laughs> suddenly I'm over here. Um... Because that's not as as disorienting as it is for, like, our monkey brain. Monkey brain go, oh, heck, I cannot turn over in the air. Panic. So. Yeah, they're, they're, the monkey brain says, oh, heck, if somebody did that to me, I might die according to the size proportions of that. Could Because yeah, yeah, people, yeah. people don't know how to empathize in the, to the highest degree. They know how to empathize at a tiny monkey brain level. When people are, are empathizing to the highest degree, I want a ponytail. Uh, uh, I don't know. We don't need to facilitate that right now. It, I was really asking if there's one right there. Or he, wait, 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 wait. I have the support. Tools these days. Am I right? But that's a pin for another conversation. So you were going to pantomime violence to me. Is that what we're doing right now? I do want resolution for what you were thinking about that. Is that what we're going to do now? Okay. Were we talking... I want resolution about the last thing that we were talking about. Oh, so what I was... Evan, that's a pen. Please stop. Cease, sir. That's okay. I'm not using it right now. Wait, I am going to use it now. You would have hurt me if I if you did that, and that would have scared me. If you hurt me, now. I know that you like pens because mommy likes pens, but this is enough. Um, no. but but all I was saying with um, that is that if we do a podcast, I would want to put it on multiple. Okay, platforms. were you finished with that then? Because I wrote it down. Yep. Basically, you'd want to have it on multiple platforms because you like it when the people that you like do it and it's limiting when other people can I translate what I think you were saying you want to have it on multiple platforms to increase availability for everybody so that to make it as easy as possible for people to do the thing right and it's especially easy if you are trying to share it with your friends and family because one thing I don't genuinely do is listen to podcasts but i do go on youtube mm-hmm. um and so if i can put a youtube video on in the background and use it as a podcast that's something i'll do so if you have one friend who's always listening to um things on spotify right and you say oh 
I've got it on YouTube and Spotify, they can select which one they want to. And since you're already creating the video and audio in a synced way, I imagine uploading it to multiple sites to be fairly manageable. It'd be manageable and the ability to offer support that it would provide would be good. Plus, it would it would be one of the God damn Evan. Yeah, he's too arguing. We're having brother. some practical he, problems he can, here. <laughs> Please stand by. Up. Our technical support team is managing the critter. <laughs> Edwin, Edwin, calm down. He oh. just wants to help. He can tell we're elevated. He can, and he also knows that this is not a normal time for us to be up. He said, oh, they're not supposed to be up at this time. And this is why cats are helpful, folks. Folks at home. Yeah, the the uh, the difference between, like, a pack and a colony, right? Humans aren't really meant to live in packs. We're meant to live in a tribe. But a colony is a lot closer to a full community than, like, a pack. A pack is more like a family. Like a nuclear family. And the thing about Edwin right now is it doesn't matter. At the end of the fucking day, it doesn't matter why he's doing what he's doing. If it helps me and it helps him, that's enough. But I believe in the story that I'm telling myself is that Edwin knows and he cares and I care about him, and he cares about me, and that is why we're both doing what we're doing right now. Well, for me, a big thing with, like, people who are, like, dog people, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and I, I don't really like that dichotomy, right, obviously, but people like dogs more than cats because they care about, like, the motivations when someone helps them. They're, they always... God damn it, Edwin. They always be the type of people who... What? Do you want this right now? Here, take it. Wait, it's on though. Oh! If you hurt me when you do that, I'm gonna... I'm gonna get ya. Um, the type of people who will complain like, Oh, well, if I ask for support, then they genuinely didn't want to give it. That's like, but like, why do you... Why do you that care? That shit is the stuff... Of that, nightmares. That, it's of terrible. Nightmares. It, it kills... Here's what it does. Can you repeat that again? Because I think about this a lot. Uh-huh. And I forgot what you said. Oh, I said that um, people who like dogs over cats are the kind of people who will say, if you ask for help... They whoa, didn't... whoa. Okay, so pause there. People who like dogs over cats... Uh-huh. Are the kind of people... Are the kind of people who... Who... Um would say that if you ask for help that oh, okay. that person didn't genuinely want to give it to you. You're going to remember that, right? Yeah. Okay. So if you keep talking, are you going to be able to remember that and come back to it? Uh, yes. Okay, you can keep talking while I write. Yeah, cuz cuz um one thing that I think is um A real frustration for me. Okay, wait. The kind of people who like dogs over cats are the kind of people who would say what? Who would say that if you ask for help, um, someone, that person didn't genuinely want to help you. Like, they'll sit there, like, moping, waiting for their friends to check in. 
rather than just saying, you know, I'm in, I'm down in the dumps. Let me see if Billy wants to hang out. And that is such a weird idea, right? Like, like the idea that like, you asking for the Coast Guard to come get you somehow means that the Coast Guard don't really want to help you. It Like, I know that's kind of a weird example because, like, help isn't necessarily getting saved from, like, you know, being stranded at sea. But, like, y- you would never apply that logic for people who do selfless jobs, right? You would never say like, oh, if you call the fire department, they then they didn't really want to help. We have to wait for the smoke to reach the stratosphere and for them to come over of their own volition, right? But somehow, if you reach out to your friend and say, hey, I'm kind of sad, I could use support with this, then like, then, like, somehow they're, like, not genuine and coming over. It's, like, if you're worried about your friends not being genuine, like, cultivate different friendships. Like, that's it. Like, either be more genuine with your friends or find different friendships. But if asking for help makes you feel like your friends aren't being genuine... There's something wrong Yeah, you're probably right, but that means you need to get different friends... Not not ask for help. Not well, refuse to ask for help? Yeah, not refuse to ask for help. That, that's, that's so such a, stupid. Yeah, and that the realization I'm coming to right now and the reason why I suddenly feel as if all my friends are the best friends in the world isn't actually because my friends didn't... My friends change. What they did not do... My friends, they did not change... Friends not change. Boonga boonga. <laughs> Friends not change. I need to talk in, um, I, I do genuinely need to talk in, like, caveman voice sometimes to just get the idea out. It is so much more helpful. Like, why restrict your ideas with grammar, right? Like, so silly. What was I trying to communicate? But the, the, the whole time it wasn't the friends that change. Basically, I change. Like, friends not change, I change. How you ask for your friend's support. But it's how I ask for my friend's support that change. And because... Okay, I'm not going to... Can you help me stay on that thought for a minute? Mm-hmm. Keep saying it. Oh, um... It's not my friends that changed. What changed was I started asking my friends for support in a different way. I know that's not your exact wording, but I had to translate it into my head. That's what I have to do, too, and I never get it when people can directly translate things. I I used to have more of a skill for that, um, but as I have gotten older, I have become more and more, like, concept-minded and less of an auditory learner. 
see, this is why I like a cat. I'm just going to give an example of it right now. I just wrapped my hand very carefully around Edwin's paw. And the first time I did it, he let me do it. And then I let myself enjoy that he let me do it because he usually doesn't. And I let myself enjoy that he let me do it specifically because I was so dysregulated that I needed to touch him in that moment. And even though he doesn't like it when when I do that, he doesn't like it when I touch his paw. He will let me touch his paw sometimes. And I will touch his paw for support. But as soon as he pulls away, I'm going to listen to that. And I'm going to let go. And if he is relaxed enough to accept my hand, we will have a good time. And if he doesn't, I'll just pull my hand away. Dog people out there, when you say you don't like a cat because it's not doing what you ask it to do, it's because you're not listening to them. You're not listening to them. You're not listening to them. That's the only thing, you guys. All you have to do is pull away when they, when they tell you somewhere, somewhere in their body that, because they can't tell you with words, so you have to listen to their body. All you have to do is listen to them. Listen to them. Communicate with them. Because, and, and you got to know what you want. I mean, there's, I want to make it simple. There's a lot of reasons why I like cats, and there's a lot of reasons why this concept annoys me. And I need to slow myself down in order to communicate all of them. But that example right there was prime, am I right? Yeah. The the real thing behind thinking cats are mean is that you are unwilling or able to listen to the way that a cat can tell you things. Say that again. Uh, people who don't like cats only dislike them because they're not willing or able to listen to how a cat can tell them things. Yes. And and this this now for all the people listening to our not podcast here. Not yet podcast, but maybe podcast. Where it's, it's in the works. Don't think. Oh yeah, people like. Uh, dislike cats because of that expand on the cats thing right when people don't like the way um, teenagers are it's because they don't know they're unwilling or able to listen to how teenagers will communicate to them For real. That is what it is. Uh, there, by his hand. Um, if people are frustrated with people from a different culture, they're, what they, you know, actually, what actually has happened is that they are unwilling or able to listen to how that culture is communicating with them. Right? Um... And this inability or unwillingness to listen to other people is what damages people's ability to empathize. It it is a two-step process. It must be you listen and then you empathize. 
how can you empathize with something that you don't know exists that you can't interact with and it's and the thing about that that's complicated and frustrating is that it can take time effort and a lot of emotional abilities on a person of our uh, when we're doing things and i'm going to say a lot of things are in this podcast that isn't happening yet but might be happening this are not podcasts right now. I'm going to say a lot of things that might sound really conceited, but this is my genuine perception of things right now, and this is what I'm frustrated about. And I'm not saying that I'm so intelligent and I'm better than everybody. I know Rhett has that same anxiety, and I've never felt that way about him, so I'm going to use that to continue on this thing that I'm on. What was I saying? The Oh, the cats thing, mm-hmm. right? So you're saying, can you say your thing again? Oh, so I was saying that most of the time when people fail to empathize with people it's because they're unwilling or unable to listen to them and you must listen to someone before you can empathize with them right and what that means is sometimes people can't do it you said listen and then what so so listening is listen then what then empathize then okay once it's written i'll be able to say my thing Mm mm-hmm And that's the problem, is that if you're not listening, you can't empathize, and it's and it's it's the it's the loop de loop, and it's hard mm, when you're I... watching somebody and you're interacting with them. It's hard for me, at least. And this is the part where I thought sounded conceited earlier, and I found a new way to say it. And here it is: it's hard for me to tell the difference between whether the problem is that they're not listening to me or they're not being empathetic. And when somebody has that wombo combo, I'm bringing it back to that guy. Yeah. Um, when somebody has the wombo combo of listening, like of, of ensuring to me and telling and indicating to me in a clear, to me in a clear way that they are listening, but they don't empathize. I will not forgive that. Yeah. Because that uh, it's a hundred percent. Uh, choice at that point but I do get what you mean with the loop-de-loop because I'm now considering that it isn't a like linear process because part of the desire to put in the work to listen is an empathy for others right someone who is like truly you know psychopathic antisocial types so you're saying it's not listen and empathize, it's the listen, empathize, loop-de-loop. Right. Like... It's, it's more... I, I'm em- going to draw it. Yeah. Empathy would motivate you to listen. Y- you know what I think it is? Is... Um, the, the, it's sort of like... Okay, this is maybe a broken metaphor. That's fine. We'll modify it. So I'm imagining, rather, that... Listening being a skill is an action that happens in a moment. It starts and stops as you interact with someone. And empathy is the motivator and the result. So it is maybe something like photosynthesis or just like breathing as animals and photosynthesis as plants where... Uh, it's not necessarily a loop-de-loop, but the result of the other one is the other, 
And that's not quite what I mean either. Maybe like, um, okay, I've, I've figured the distinction I'm making between listening and empathizing, and that is that listen to me does not feel like a continuous verb, but empathize does. Empathize does feel yeah. like continuous to me. Yeah, like the same way that I can say, I'm studying psychology. Right. You don't have to be doing it right at that moment. And that to me is what empathizing is like. But listening is like a specific action that you're doing in the moment. It's right. like snapping. It's like I'm writing an essay on something. No, but because I could be writing. Oh, I could continuously. Be, this, is, this is some. It's like snapping. It's something you could. I'm snapping. Now I'm not snapping anymore. Yeah, it's a momentary verb. And that's what listening is. And it changes on the time. Yeah, and I can imagine a, a sentence where you would mean listening as a continuous verb, like I'm listening to podcasts. Oh, yeah. But when I mean listening in this sense, I mean that listening is a skill that you turn on and off, and your ability to emphasize is more like a character trait that grows and shrinks based on how much work is put into that area of your life. Well, thank you everybody for coming to our first podcast. Yep, we're gonna leave it at that crazy revelation. Uh, Something something we don't want to have writer's block. Next time, we're going to talk about why racism is bad and why Dragon Ball Z Abridged is the actual canon version. Have a nice day and um, whatever our catchphrase will be for the rest of time. Goodbye!